All right, we're going to call this Guess Who's Not a Heretic Hour <laughs> with Lori Alexander. <laughs> All right, because I know we've been we've been on the negative. I lately. didn't know that's what you were going to call it, so sorry. I find that hilarious. Yeah, I guess so. You just kind of change it up, but it's going to be more of a discussion. It has to do with what you were just reading me and we'll, to me, and we'll just get it. You guys, well, I came down here to read well, him something, and he was like, just stop. We're podcasting this right now. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it, it, it kind of goes along with um, it really a couple comments that we have gotten recently. Yes. So I thought maybe we could have a short discussion and get into that. But this AKA, is, this will be an hour and a half long. Yeah, and this all started off with Lori Alexander. If you guys, uh, most of y'all have been doing, most of you ladies, have all been doing the uh, the um, biblical womanhood. Yeah, the the daily womanhood thing with Heidi. Sorry, thing. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Like I see you do it, but like I don't. Know. It's, it's, no, this is just you keeping us women yeah, down. Yeah, I guess it's that's just, just me point, keeping right? you down. I'm okay. sorry, hon. He's not, so don't think. That. Yeah, no. It's well, we'll get into that. I'm sure. <laughs> Okay. Okay, but they uh, have been the transformed wife mm-hmm. uh, book with Heidi that she's Lori done. Alexander's Lori book. Alexander's yep. book, and I uh, before Heidi even did this, uh, she sent it to me and had me look it over before just to make sure that what I thought of it and mm-hmm. whatnot, and I went through it and I was floored at some of the things that she was saying in a good way. Because she was another person that holds no punches. She's not here to win any friends. She's here to speak biblical truth. Now, I harshly disagree with her on a couple different points. Mm-hmm. Um, that I would, I, I guess I can address it another time. I mean, I would have liked to take them to her personally uh, with a couple of them. But they're just opinions. Yeah. However, in. In generality, um, she is standing for truth and is standing alone. Yeah. Because this is not, especially with all of the movements and the and the shift that we've had, cult, you know, in, in in our American way of living, where this. The feminist movement in this has been I mean it is it's in high gear now so even for, within Christianity it's even, in high yeah gear I now. mean it's it's and Which that's what I that's what I explained to everybody they're like you know and I think I mentioned it in the in the word is apostasy come from too because it it comes from within the church I mean they they take these worldly elements and they try to bring them into the church and they try to revolutionize mm-hmm. the church and this this is church just doesn't a, need revolution no it's just this <laughs> is a constant they, they don't realize that this happened you know when the church first started so oh, this yeah. is nothing this is new. no new you know people were coming in saying hey we got a free you know we got to do all of this that's why all of these issues had to be addressed biblically i mean that's why paul explains in Titus he explains in Timothy the qualifications of these things and he separates them and he you know so anyway her standing alone and saying the things that she's saying um and and they're it's biblically true it's biblical truth mm-hmm. and it is unpopular opinion and I am just I respect her so much for um everything that she and I know she 
it gets to her. I know it, it must. Oh my goodness! You know it has to get to. You. I know how say it goes. Awful. I don't have it on the level. We don't have it on the level that she does, but um, we have it, and so I, I know it kind of gets to you a little bit. But the stuff that she gets, I, I don't know, man. That I pray for her yeah. and lift her up because she is stronger than. Um, she's the strongest woman I think I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> one of the strongest women yeah. that I've ever Completely come across mm-hmm. um, as far as strength goes so you can see that this is not <laughs> biased in any way yeah. I mean the the strength of of her standing for Christ and biblical truth in everything that she oh, does oh she will receive crowns upon crowns yeah, for I the agree. work she's doing it's amazing and you know that so it go- and it, that's just what got me thinking about this conversation was mm-hmm. was we've received a couple of comments from listeners and different things like that and uh you know usually they're all the same kind of theme where mm-hmm. okay whoa 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 you're being judgmental who are you to say yeah or it's you're ignorant and not and you're summarizing my belief yeah. and you're not you're not you don't uh, understand you don't understand mm-hmm. No, no, this is a podcast, and I summarize things so I, I don't go in deep detail with them. Yeah. You know, and I'm it's, not here to give it, the I'm here to give you a basic assessment from a biblical spec- perspective. It's not my truth. This is biblical truth. Yeah. So it's not mine, but that's those are the te- – or, you know – I, I don't know what kind of Jesus you know, but it's love and peace, you know, and, and all, all this. and Yeah, and like I said, don't judge and um, all these other comments. And it it's all the same type of theme because people do not like when you stand for truth at all. You can see that. In the book of Isaiah, he says... Prophesy to me the good thing. Get away from me with all your gloom and doing it. No, no time for that. It's the same. This is that was how many thousands of years ago? Mm-hmm. Same thing with Jeremiah. I mean, nobody, it, it, all the prophets, in fact. I mean, yeah. Ezekiel, you can you could go down the list of all of them, and nobody wanted to hear truth. Nobody wanted to be called to repentance. Nobody wanted to be told that they were wrong where they stood. Nobody wanted that. Yeah, we don't like that. No, we don't like that at all. I don't want to hear about that. And, you know, this isn't isn't my truth. This is biblical truth. But we really don't like that. We really don't like it. And it is a violent opposition to it. So much so that people are sending her messages saying that they wish that she would die awful that, i just i can't that. believe that there are many things that i like violently abhor I and mean, oh me too never to the point me that too. i wish that person out of existence like are you kidding me i don't i wouldn't even go like like a i wouldn't even say that to a serial child molester like that yeah. is like the worst possible thing that i could yeah, think like of on the top of my thing, head yeah and i wouldn't even say that to them let alone somebody that's standing for Christ. Like, do you have, you don't know. You have no idea what's in store for you. The wrath of God is not something, we, we get this idea that we are, go ahead, what? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, before you got into that, mm-hmm. but the point of you see these things, people get so angry about it 
but they're never angry because of a biblical anger. Like when these right. people get worked up over this stuff, it's right. never like they're like we've asked a few times when people have been like, "You're so ignorant." That's not it. And we're like, "Okay, show us scripturally. Give show me, us yeah, biblically give me a biblical where defense. we're off." And no one's ever given nope. one. Nope. Or you they can't. try on like a couple loosely, whatever. But I'm like, show me, then use God's word to show me where I'm wrong. Because I'm not claiming to know everything and to be right. And see, the problem, I I, I was message, I was um, talking with somebody the other day. And I called it, I coined the term, it's parrot theology. Mm, that is perfect. Because they hear it and they see it and they go and they research slightly. You know, they can go do a quick Google search. Oh, yeah. And they research a little bit. And, and I then, no ways get a biased uh, opinion of because since Google ranks what comes out first, like, right? Yeah. Right. So they'll come and with these arguments that they're bringing to the table, like they think these are just like I said, revolutionary arguments. You know, yeah. like you've never seen these wow. before, and you don't know truth. Yeah. You don't know this. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, any basic level theologian mm -hmm. knows i had somebody tell me the other day that the reason why paul oh, what was the reason why paul said that he didn't want women to teach was because in that culture and they you know they sound smart yeah they try to they sound smart in that culture women were uneducated and basically oh. too dumb to, to teach, teach. so, so you should you need just be educated yeah and you can teach right them. and it was just those right women and then i go Wait, you wait a minute. Me with this. Have you heard of Priscilla and Aquila? Yeah. What our home church is named after? Do you know anything about the Greek culture or the Roman culture? No, we don't talk about that. Yeah, maybe some of the Jewish, you know, maybe some of the poor Jewish women, maybe. Maybe. But even them. That's ridiculous. These weren't stupid uneducated women well and if that was the point why wouldn't have paul have said that and how is that go not... and be educated first and then you can be a teacher like that's not what he said he how said, is that oh. how is that not offensive to their movement i have no idea saying that women of that culture were too intelligent to do anything so that's why i said it but now that they're more educated it was something it was it was something crazy like that so i was like wait a second what wait, they, I, I've heard this, you know, in this this argument has been raised a million times and it's been shredded apart a million times. And it doesn't matter. And that's what I was trying to explain to somebody earlier, too. It's like these people have their own version of truth. Mm -hmm. And they're blinded. To and they're blinded to biblical, biblical truth. truth. And when you can tell by when they see something that you're saying that's biblical that's you know mm -hmm. biblical truth they just it just sets off a trigger it does that's why people get so nasty so quick with that i mean you see people just go off the deep end when it comes to this stuff they get so angry so fast yeah and yeah it's it's difficult so i don't know did you want me to share the thing that i was reading to you that made you yeah, go ahead, go ahead and, and start okay. this, because this is kind of what based the whole podcast on. Okay, so... But I wanted to give, real quick, I wanted to yeah. give Lori, you know, like a, a shout-out, too, even from a guy's perspective, mm -hmm. because what she's doing, 
um, as a sister in Christ and stand, you know, for what she's doing for women, mm-hmm. you know, for Christian women. And it, it's, she's taken so out of context and misunderstood oh, yeah. and people don't listen to her. They just base off of they what they see. They just get angry and then they run just get with angry. that. Yeah. But I wanted to give her the time. Can, we've been on uh, a negative trend lately, mm-hmm. which that's, you I guess maybe I shouldn't address that yet. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to. I don't care if you're not happy by what you hear out of this podcast. If you're feeling convicted. If you're feeling convicted, that's your problem, not mine. I'm not here in doing this. This is not my style, my personality, anything. You're here to give people warm fuzzies? I have an Eeyore-type personality. You really do. Okay, I do. And you know what? I've taken my... I've realized that my outlook on life was only because I had no hope in the world. I saw no point in the world. Mm-hmm. Once I once I unlocked... Once I found truly found Christ, everything made sense. But it still didn't take me away from having to live here and having to deal with this and still having to to do all so yeah if you're if you're looking for like a happy-go-lucky like make you feel good i'm here to just entertain and tickle your ears this is not for you at all because i'm not going to get any any positive and we've been accused of attacking Mm -hmm. which just blows my mind because I can't think of I, I understand how I could be misunderstood because I think I do come across just very dry and uh, I don't know I guess jerkish 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 you think so well I would use I, I'm, I don't use those words anymore I would say a different word you could see where people might get that that's but I could where see you come where across as right. even if that's not what you're meaning to be yeah I can, I can understand okay. that yeah. I, I have a deep serious passion for this yeah and the problem and the what that I'm so passionate about that I'm supposed to be passionate about mind you because this is my sin this is a repentance this is a turn from sin no you have to take this seriously you cannot have your own version of what you think Jesus is. There's no acceptance in that whatsoever. This is coming from a former sinner that thought he knew his version of God and just didn't, okay, yeah, whatever, he's, you know, and, and everything, you know, I didn't. I had no idea. Until I realized that I was just a horrible, wretched sinner that deserves absolutely nothing. You know, so that's the tone that I like to go with. And that's that that's who I am. And that's who I, I encourage people to humble themselves and find that in themselves. Because every single one of us is that. Yeah. And... I've said it before, but we get, we have to go real low before we can have any kind of of high. We can't ever think that we are deserving or we are owed or we are able to do anything Which actually, with Christ in the picture. 
So, which I'm going to point out because as we've been doing Lori no. Alexander's um, thing, our first week here, because it was funny that people are getting so upset about her biblical womanhood book because there's like a little bit of commentary, a little bit of like her two cents, and then the rest of it is, hey, here's a ton of scripture. Go look at this, think about this, and see what God's saying to you. Like, that's what mm-hmm. the whole book is. I mean, yeah, there's a couple things that are her two cents and whatever, and that's cool. We don't have to agree on everybody's opinions. But anyways, I just love that two times in the first week she has us looking at Romans 12, 3. Hmm. Don't think you're better than you really are. Yep. So it's if just somebody so thinks he is something when he isn't, he deceives himself. Yep. I mean, that, and that's that's where we are. So if you don't want to hear those types of things then leave turn this i love you as is and i'm praying for you but what's cool about that is we actually have and i don't know how many times this has happened but there's one person in particular who messaged me and it was so funny because she messaged and she said you know what sometimes the internet is awesome because it can give you this um courage that you wouldn't (laughs) have in person but she said i'm just going to be completely and utterly honest with you she said, I found your page with the homeschool. Oh, stuff. yeah, I know. And she goes, and to be yeah. honest, I thought my impression of you, my assumption about you was that you were just, you know, out of touch with reality. Yeah. All of these, like, which it's really funny because the thing she said couldn't be further from the truth. But this, and she was very honest. And I appreciate that. But she was like, this is my assumption I had of you. That I mean, it was completely just ridiculous, totally Yeah, it was, it was very laughable. And she goes, but for some reason... God kept me coming back to the stuff you would post, the stuff you would say, the stuff you would stand up and say. And she goes, and he used you to draw me closer to him by your standing firm in this stuff. Even though I felt like I disagreed with everything you said and you were just, you know, again, like, what did she, I don't even remember the exact words, but I was just like. Yeah, I remember when you read that email to me. And she goes, and I know now, like looking, like now, you know, God having changed my heart and me getting to know you more like obviously the assumptions I had about you were completely off base and like that's not who you are but it's just funny how sometimes you run across these things that you at first thought the enemy you know your sinful flesh everything that you're wrapped up in you hear these things and you're just you just want to oppose them you yeah just, you, you just get, get angry. angry you're, you're like so mad you're you're hateful and attacking but that's not what it is. What it is, is the Holy Spirit moving within you, convicting you of these things. Because we all have things that we are wrong about. We all have places that we are holding on to the world too much and letting sin dictate these things. And when the Holy Spirit starts moving within you, that's the it Lord disciplining you. It doesn't feel good. It does make That's you the Lord in. disciplining yeah. and correcting you. And it doesn't feel good. Just like your kids don't like it when they're sitting in time out, right? When they get in trouble and they're sitting over there pouting and an angry face and all of that that's you that's what you're doing right now yeah and so that is just you know so fascinating to to look at and just to know of like specific accounts where somebody felt that way about the stuff that we were saying and was like mm-hmm. that was god trying to get my attention trying yeah. to convict me trying to see to bring me to see his truth and not my own version of the truth. right and yeah, the, and the spirit leads you into mm-hmm. truth, mm-hmm. and it will it will violently oppose untruths. So that's why it's so funny when we see some of these people and some of these comments we get, and we're like, 
you you cannot agree with our opinions sure because our opinions are sure, absolutely fallible, yeah completely but the things that we're talking about the things that brandon is bringing up are things because there's biblical truth to it and the biblical truth can't be messed with and so if those are the and that's funny because those are the things that people are usually commenting in upset about and we're saying okay if we're wrong biblically please show us because we do not want to be speaking incorrectly about scriptural truth nobody has a response to that no but these things that you're upset about it's because you're in the wrong and you're feeling convicted the holy spirit is trying to move in you and awaken you to where mm -hmm. you're wrong nine times out of ten because we've all been there and guess what our first inclination is we get really angry about it yeah and, it, and it's funny because you know and, and we're it, it, there's always this theme where well you know you should just start easy okay show me one you, everybody goes well that's just not very jesus like i'm like you don't know jesus because the first thing word? that Jesus started with was repent. Yeah. Turn from your ways. Yeah. Turn and follow me. He so he the very told first the guy not thing, to go to his parents' funeral. He's like, let them do that. Literally, Let's go. that's what Jesus if said. If you want to, if you want to summarize that, you could say that Jesus came and the first thing that he said was pointed his finger and said, "You're wrong." Yeah. I'm right. Follow me. Yep. So look at the Beatitudes. He stood up and told everybody the opposite of what they wanted to hear, shattered everything, then like did a mic drop and walked away. There was never any kind of warm, lovey-dovey no. approach no. to sin. I mean, when we're going out into the world. He wasn't like screaming okay, and punching people. Listen, when but... we go out into the world and we're pre preaching Christ mm -hmm. and we're preaching to unbelievers... We take a very different approach. That's when, listen, my sin is no different than your sin. Mm -hmm. Sin is sin. Sin is sin. We all have it. But you need to turn and repent and realize that this is sin and follow Christ. Mm -hmm. okay, so when we're out in the world, we take that approach. When we're inside of the church here and we're addressing issues with Christ's name attached to it, mm -hmm. There's no easing into it. There's no light, you know, there's no, none of that. Show me one biblical reference where we were dealing with false teachings, mm -hmm. sin or anything else Within that was, church. that was dealt with like, well, you know, Jesus said to love everybody and not to judge. That doesn't happen, and that never happened once. And you can't give me a biblical example where that did happen. It doesn't exist. I've read the Bible many times over. That's like atheist's favorite thing to say. Mm -hmm. I've read your Bible. So have I many, many, many times over in many different versions. There's nowhere in there, and this isn't Brandon's truth, there's nowhere in there that we are to deal with it like that. Mm -hmm. I went over in our apostasy podcast earlier, Timothy, the way, the, you know, breaking down even the words that were used to rebuke and what rebuke actually means. Mm -hmm. 
It's to bring these up in an argumentative form and say, no, 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 you, no, you're wrong. We're not doing that here. You're wrong, and you need to stop. Yeah. And I love how it gets it gets aimed at some, well, this is just old white men theology. And it's That's always progressive. Like, what? It's, uh, it's always we've got to be progressive. And we've we've found this false Jesus that we have locked in our heads. But this false Jesus is taken it out of the Bible and completely taken out of context in every single thing that these people believe mm-hmm. and just completely exploited. Do you want me to share? Go ahead and share. So that leads us to I posted because every day I'm sharing the um, just a little thumbnail on Instagram for the daily kind of study, biblical womanhood study, you know, for people to find or whatever. And um, I tagged the transformed wife in it um, just, you know, so she'd be on there and give her credit for everything because it's her stuff. Anyways. I happened to go look and I was like, I wonder what other people have tagged her in. Assuming that there's going to be a lot of really bad stuff, because again, she stands in biblical truth, no ifs, ands, or buts. She doesn't sugarcoat anything. I'm not here to have a pretty Instagram feed. Like I'm here to speak God's word done, you know? Yeah. And so I'm looking at it and I saw one that somebody had shared like a picture of one of her, um, one of her articles that she wrote on her blog and they completely just take it out of context, butcher everything. Um, but the stuff that they're saying, and of course this is a Christian on Instagram who's saying all of this stuff about what a false teacher she is and people are caught into her deceptive doctrine and her theology is horrible. And I mean, just all of these things, right? And all the other fellow Christians are on there commenting, oh my gosh, thank you for letting me know about her, blah, 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 blah. You know, all of this stuff, praising that this person is calling out this false teacher of Lori from Transformed Wife. So I go to that person's page because she looked familiar to me. And I go to her page and I said, okay, I do know who this girl is. Some people that I know, they follow, you know, you just kind of, you know, the, the people that other people follow, how it shows up on your thing or whatever. So I saw that. And I say, you know, it's kind of funny because we've been talking about this whole women thing a lot lately, you know, with women teachers, you call that Jen Hatmaker, and we're going to keep working through various different heretical teachers and stuff that are going on. And unfortunately, a lot of them happen to be women because this is the big thing that we're doing these days. I just thought of something and I'm interrupting you. Mm -hmm. I made somebody cringe. Mm -hmm. Just pause real quick. I'm sorry. I do want to make something clear, though, because I made a statement that... Uh, that I was that I was thinking of while you were talking to me that kind of reminded me of it. Um, I did state that not once was it dealt with kindly. Now I know people are going to throw back Paul saying to gently mm-hmm. do these mm-hmm. things, and with like absolutely a hundred percent, we don't go and cut people's heads off. I'm talking about serious theological error. Yeah. Like these comments right here. Yeah. No, like when we're talking, we're getting when, ready to read. When yeah. we're when we're claiming to be a Christian and we're we're getting ready to read these things that that you that you're getting ready to read. Yeah. And we've already threatened another sister in Christ, wishing that she was dead. Mm-hmm. What like that? There's no yeah. there's no gently dealing with this or these heretical teachings like Hatmaker or this this inclusive Christ. Jesus is not something to be met like like that. So yeah. no, that's that's not what we're talking about here. So I know I will have 
the internet theologians all over me for that comment. I understand. I just Jess, want to you make clear do everything in what, love, right? But there is a level of seriousness right. that still exists. Right, that you're clarifying. Right, and there is a process of of confronting these things, and I acknowledge that. Yeah. But there also is a process of this going to skipping steps one and two and going straight to a hundred. Mm -hmm. There's also a process for that, and that's what we forget. Mm -hmm. We'll like to bring up the process of saying that okay, well, we warn them once. With love, patience, kindness. And Jesus will take care of And the then rest. we, we pray, the and then that Jesus will do the rest. But you have no right to say these. Mm -hmm. Wrong. Wrong. No. Carry on. I'm sorry. I just wanted to clarify that. So um, it was just interesting because, you know, people say, and I've gotten many questions, you know, oh, well, you called out so-and-so or whatever. Do you just not like them because they preach to men? And it's like, okay, well, let's, let's hold on. Let's just follow this thought for a second. If you, if a teacher, be it man or woman, is willing to ignore one part of scripture, yep. there's always more that follows that train. So if I see women who are unapologetically preaching at men, I guarantee you there's going to be more in their theology, in their life, in their in their everything that goes against scripture. If you're willing to toss out one thing, you're willing to toss out multiple things. It's a slippery slope. I wonder how much hate Todd Friel gets because he can't even say the word woman preacher. He probably gets a lot. <laughs> he goes, what, 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 woman preacher. Yeah, because it should be hard. So anyways, I follow, so this person who had tagged Transform Wife and said all these awful things about her. So, and, and we've done this when people will come and comment things at us like, you know, well, you're just ignorant. Jesus isn't that way. What do you know? Th things like that, like we were talking about. Sure. We will, which, I mean, this is part of having social media. You'll click on that person to see who this person is who's telling you all of these things. Mm -hmm. And there's certain things that always follow, just like I just said with women teachers. They follow heretical teachers. Oh, yeah. They soak up things like Bethel music and Hillsong and Elevation and all this I stuff. I pointed like, that out earlier today. Yeah. But, yeah, but all of these things, they always follow no, the same. No, in a same, literal sense. I didn't yeah, but they always follow these certain markers. And so you look and you can learn a lot from someone when you see the things that they fill their heads and hearts sure, and you minds know and where everything they're... with. You, you know where that's going. And so I looked at this person's page and what I yeah, found- Yeah, like if they see rapture stuff on us, they're going, yep, they're those people. They're those people. They think Jesus is just coming and, and doing Just poof, things. gone. You all right, know? go ahead. Oh, and that's 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 been our greatest compliment, or um, it's supposed to be against us, but oh, you're just one of those fundamentalists that takes the Bible literally and seriously. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite. For, more like, that was my favorite comment that I've ever gotten. Yeah, when a self-professing Christian told us we should take scripture with a grain of salt- because it's yes. not all true, and I was like done. Well, anyways, even the seminaries now are teaching this. Yeah, some so of them. It's not just this them. is crazy. So, anyways, this woman, I, I'm going through her stuff just to see the other things that she has on there. And mind you, this post that I'm going to tell you guys about has over 500 likes on it. I mean, so this is incredibly. It's got 546 mm -hmm. at at the current moment. So I noticed that she is on here talking about Rachel Held Evans which if you guys know about her, she is another one of those very, she's a false teacher, she was a heretic, she passed away recently, leaving behind a husband and small children, 
And Lori Alexander at the time of it actually called it out and was like, this woman was a false teacher. We can't sit here and sing her praises and thankfully she's with Jesus now and all this other stuff when she lived her life in opposition to the truth of scripture. (laughs) And I love that about her. When you You told me that, I was like, oh, that's bad timing. No, it's it's true. So anyways, anyways, the point was, is this person, I'm not even going to say who it was, but she had posted this thing, remembering a woman of valor, four gifts Rachel Held Evans gave us. And it was when I started reading these to Brandon that he literally couldn't handle it anymore, so turned this on. And so these points I'm going to share here, I think they're important to share. I know they're speaking about this Rachel Held Evans specifically, but you can apply them to any false teacher across the board, any false anything, man or woman. And this is what separates someone that you should follow and listen to and pay attention to and support and someone you shouldn't. Her first point here. Rachel paved the way for other women in a theological landscape dominated by men. Sorry. She inspired countless other women to write, attend seminary, and preach and lead churches. So we are praising this woman for paving the way for other women to completely go against the word of God. Yep. Congratulations. That's fantastic. Yep. Number two, she expanded the definition of Christian. I'm scared to know what What? that means. What? What? Okay, listen. She threw a lifeline for so many other millennial Christians who started to question the structures of evangelicalism. So many today credit her for essentially saving their faith. Okay, this is really what boils down our issue with many of these movements. We have brought up things like the Catholic Church, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. You know what really sucks about this? Hebrew roots. What? This is what comes from having a broken church to begin with. Exactly. All of this boils down to being a broken church. But... When your movement, when you credit your faith and, and, and the thing that turns your life around to a church, to a movement, to a way of believing, of translating the scriptures, to a certain book, to a certain person, to a certain, when the thing that turned your life around and gave you your faith and your belief and your spirituality and all that stuff is not Christ himself, no ifs, ands, or buts, nothing else in the picture, that is a serious, serious issue. And I have watched so many people here lately credit, oh, well, now that I have found the Catholic Church, I have truly found Jesus. Now that I have found this movement, I have truly found Jesus. Now that yeah, I have read now, this book, or everybody this is teacher, searching for what? an additional. You know what it is? Is you know what the problem is though? And thank God you brought that up because I've been needing to talk about this, but I wasn't sure when to fit it in. Boom. But the problem that I've noticed is these people are being involved and they're not hearing the word correctly. They're going to There's these. A spin that's to it. where, but that's why where even these evangelical churches out there, this is where the church, like we grew up growing up churchy, yeah. failed. Oh, completely. Because we sent, we saw there was a massive hypocrisy. There was a in the world, not just in what we saw, but there it was true. Sure, Christianity there was a joke. Yeah, we were, you know, it was, it just really, it just turned into a joke then, and it and and that's really, I think, yeah, I, 
I mean, it, it started, well, I, I go to say that, and then I remember A.W. Tozer saying these things about yeah. the church back in the 60s. Yeah. Well, I don't remember that, but I studied Tozer. You read it. So, but, you don't remember the 60s? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't remember them. But anyway, uh, you know, they never got a, a true Jesus preached to them. They never heard biblical truth. Nobody stood on this. It was either, you know, and so they were brought up this way and just grown sour mm -hmm. to evangelical Christianity and decided to search. Mm -hmm. And every single one of them, okay, yeah, I got the idea of Jesus. I, I believe in Jesus. I believe yeah. all this stuff, but I don't believe what the church is telling me about Jesus. So I need, I need more. Mm -hmm. So the church had a void that, that was it was oh, a void that was that completely failed right there at that point, because if you're in need after you hear the word of after you hear Christ, something is grossly something wrong. is grossly wrong. Yeah, if you need something else to grow in faith and, and closer to Christ, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Because you, you and, and unfortunately, the church failed you to begin with. Mm -hmm. And that's where it sucks on our side of it, where we're standing, you know, on the evangelical, what people would, I guess, classify as evangelical Christianity. But at the same time, we call it out. So the church sent them searching for something else. Mm -hmm. And... Satan completely exploited those voids that were in the church. He found where the church was hypocritical, where they were confused, where they were every single thing that happened, whatever. He exploited every single point and took Jesus out into the world and just attached the world to Christ. And all these people who were failed in the church went and followed this Christ. And it's it's the same pattern every single time well i grew up this way and then i moved into this movement mm -hmm. and then i moved into this movement and, and now i now truly know jesus through, like denominations churches movements like we do diet fads like how any evangelical christian can go from christianity to catholicism you, you never, never understood, understood in the first place that's not me that's not my opinion so she goes on to say, we have two other points. Rachel embraced the shadow side of faith. Again, some of these things I'm scared to know exactly. What is the shadow okay, side she's of gonna faith? Okay, say here. She showed many of us that faith and doubt not only can, but often must coexist. Wait. She showed us it was okay to grieve and lament. Well scripture it, jesus shows you it's okay it's okay to grieve and, and lament, lament. Yeah. there's a whole book lamentations but she showed many of us that faith and doubt not only can but often must coexist do you have any idea how much scripture you must throw away no, for that statement no that's the most that's one of the most stupid statements that i've ever heard in my life faith and doubt can't you guys, we were like we were like slamming our heads against the wall as I was reading these earlier, and like, and that's why Brandon was like, we have to just podcast this because do you not do you guys understand how bananas these things are? Faith is having no doubt. 
How can they coexist? And then her fourth point, again, this is specifically to sing the praises of Rachel Held Evans. She was generous with her platform. Instead of just creating space for herself at the table, she pulled up chairs and invited others to join her. She regularly encouraged me and so many others, even the ones she disagreed with. And if you will look into this woman specifically, into her stuff, I mean, yeah, she willingly um, hosted many other known heretics. And <laughs> I mean, it just, and you know what's so scary about this? Like, I just looked at, like, some of the top comments and stuff on there. Ann Voskamp, who has 243,000 followers, she loved this. And she's another one that just, again, I mean, you go down the same thing and you, you know, you, you see one first little thing like, oh, is it just that she, you know, thinks women can be leaders or in charge or pastors or, you know, or whatever it is women can preach to men. You know, you think it's just these little things, but it's like, hold on, I promise you. Oh, there's way more. Follow that train. Yeah. One thing, one piece of scripture that you are willing to throw out and ignore, that's it. Well, because that always, it's a. What oh was gosh. the very first thing in the Jen Hatmaker thing that I did? What was the very first point that she made? I don't remember. What was it? That these people are saying that women, hell, women oh, oppression. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's woman oppression. Mm -hmm. You're, you're, it, it, it's not. Well, this podcast is not going to be to explain what that is, but I just people and our listeners don't realize too that we're we have people in our church that are extremely damaged by these movements, by these new agey movements, by these different, um, you know, whatever is cool these days now. Whatever you call that, whatever heresy you call cool, you know, well, they were very damaged by it. And some of the stuff that I deal with on a daily basis of saying of this is the way that I was taught. Yeah. I'm going, oh, I am sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry you were taught that way. And I don't know where that. done a lot of damage. Let's show you where I have no idea where that came from. And this is why. Because and I will the show them. And, see and, it has and every say. single time I'll take them to the word and I'll be like, this is what it says. So and they're how like. you got to there from that? Oh my gosh. You know, and I deal with this every day. And, yeah. and I have been able to, through the word, take people through the word and show them that. No, this is, that's not, and, and they're always, this is the way I was taught. I was indoctrinated this way. I was, it, it had to be this way. It had to be this way. And it's just, it, it shows. And I guess the people that are caught up in these movements now need to understand that you never understood the true Christ to begin with. If you left the mainstream idea if of Christianity. You movement, if you needed something or additional or, or whatever it was to truly bring guys, you no matter what your Christ. opinion is on this, it's been studied and known for a very, very long time. And also said that there's nothing additional needed to Christ. There are some amazing teachers out sure. there amazing teachers no no, no but i'm not talking about teachers no that's what i'm saying but teachers pastors people yeah. out there 
talking about sure. things that definitely can get a ball rolling. They right. Can they help. can get they a can thought provoking. They can open up the scriptures. Correct. Here and say, like she said in this comment, that Rachel, you know, was one that many can credit to being the thing that really brought the, you know, that got their faith and blah, blah. The only thing that you get opened up is scripture. You get oh, you get eyes to understand scripture, not to understand ideas or beliefs or your own personal motivation for these things. It's amazing how personal that these people make this. They make it so personal as if this was, if Jesus came just for them mm-hmm. and in th- their ideas. Yep. And it's so, they have it inside a box where it's like this is and but yet at the same time they're claiming to be outside of the box but they don't even realize that they're slaving themselves to this just false idea mm-hmm. but continue no that was all of them. oh i thought was, there was no, one that more was all of them just it was just four okay so anyways this is probably four, was four too many this was probably just a hype hyped up rambling but the point of it was to I guess, like I said, I wanted to give a shout out to Lori Alexander, although I really disagree with you on your cannabis stance, and it really upsets me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I feel like she's not the only ju- one who does it. Many do. Well, it just comes from the only problem is, place. is I saw when I, and the only reason why I brought that up is because she's making it a demonic, oh, like she said it was possessed sorcery, sorcery yeah. and. That just blows my mind. That just really upsets me when a Christian would have, you know, and, and she's and she's doctrinally sound. Yeah. When a Christian would come out there and say that, especially in the time that we're in now where that particular thing is doing mm-hmm. a lot of good. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, so many people, especially of that generation, they're just so the education that they believe they have on it is right. just so wrong, right. you know, and it just breaks your heart to see something that God created that can right. help so many people. And, and if anybody gets this from her perspective, the, the first comment is, well, the stuff that like now is not the stuff like that was back then. And it's like, okay, yeah, we have, we have way more understanding of it now. Yeah. Like it's, it's, you you can say what you want, but stop remaining ignorant in that one mm-hmm. area. Yeah. I mean, you we can disagree on it, okay, but we we can disagree about legality whether whether you think it's a good thing or bad thing. But demonic and sorcery, come on. That's I know true. people personally whose lives are changed and their lives are able to be lived because of that. Yeah. And. Everybody pres- does. You look at I the mean, things that prescription drugs do right. to people. We can talk about sorcery. I'm one of those there. people that has actually seen somebody go from opiates to cannabis and have it save their life. I have, I have seen it. It was the craziest transformation I have watched I've ever seen in it. our lives. I have watched it happen in my own personal life. Yeah. And it wasn't something that it was just over a – no, like I, it, it, I've watched it in my own personal home. Yeah. Um, and – it was insane. Well, not my personal home, but our home. Our yeah. home. Um, so to say that, I really, just I, I just really get upset. And I, I that's the only thing that, 
I don't know. I don't mean to make such a big deal about that particular, but Apologia did a great piece on that. Which you don't agree with them with, on I a lot of things. I don't agree with them on most things. But did do a great but, job on. Well, not on most things. I, I well, there's the main thing I don't agree with them on. But yes, but on uh, they they did a a finally a Christian respected Christian opinion came out on it aside from John MacArthur and mm-hmm. and everything you know Piper and all everything else. You know, it was somebody else on the other side going, whoa, 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 wait a minute, guys. Yeah. Come on. You can't, you cannot say. Some basic facts here. (laughs) Knock it off. Yeah. These are, you know, and he he was like one of the first people to to do that, and I really respected him for it. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot to be said with it because um, it's a very popular topic. It's a very hot topic right now. It's mm-hmm. it's everywhere, um, you know. It's it's in your face, no matter where you look. You can't get away look. from it, even when you, you can't want get to. away from it. But come on, let's get away from our ignorant understanding of it and our ignorant view of it. And and if you don't like it, cool, it's not for you. But don't make it into being something Demonic like demonic and sorcery. Like, and then they act like the Greek word of pharmakia, like they have just gained, like they've got ten points up on you. On a, on exactly a argument, where we get the right. word pharmacy. So yeah. you want to article, you want to yeah. argue the pharmaceutical exactly. industry because yeah. I'll do that all day long. You want to talk about some sorcery and stuff going on? Look at somebody hopped up on Ambien. Okay. I also, <laughs> we also just didn't agree with her on some of the child raising parenting tips, which you'll, I'm sure which you're going to go over on the video. And, and I did preface our biblical womanhood. There are but some of her. Opinions. That's not a doctrinal. Yeah, and there stance, are some things. So I understand not, her point. Right. I personally take it a little bit differently, and I'm right. going to share that. But like we've said before. I don't think it's healthy to agree with any no, human absolutely being not. 100% on everything absolutely that not. they say. And it That's does, crazy. Right, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't agree with me. You shouldn't agree with her. You shouldn't yeah. agree with anybody 100%. But there is founda- There is doctrinal truth that, you, yeah, and that like, you can't get away from no, no. that it's not my opinion. You may not like it, but it's not my opinion. That's what the Bible says. What the it is, and it's not what some just what some old men said that it says. You know that that's the old other white defense. Men trying to keep us down. So anyway, other than those couple minor issues, it's a shout out to Lord. We I respect her and love her as a sister in Christ. I know that she will have crowns on top of crowns. I pray for her well-being. I encourage everybody. I guess maybe we should just title this a prayer for lawyer mm-hmm. Alexander yeah. because standing alone like that like she is and the stuff that you're reading me that you read to everybody um she needs a lot of it because she is she's doing the Lord's work and she's getting slaughtered for it which you know what I know and if if I know she's her which I only know suffering. her from reading her stuff and everything but I know that she takes that in pride because mm-hmm. you're like, dang right. I know I'm going to be a great. Praise God. There's one thing we're promised right. as followers of Christ in this world, and right. it's that we'll be persecuted right. and hated and despised. And we're told, just like we're told to rejoice. Yep. When we are persecuted for Christ, we are I get to told to rejoice. some of the suffering that Absolutely. he had to. So rejoice, and I know that she does. Mm-hmm. I know that she rejoices in that, but I also know that she's human. And a lot of that stuff gets to you. And it's hard. It's hard to come on a podcast. Pour yourself out. It's hard to, my whole, I hate this. And I don't, I've said this on so many different podcasts. podcasts. But if you're new here, I don't like doing this. 
I don't want to do this. This is something that the Lord called me to. This is not something. It goes completely against your personal nature. Completely against my will. And I drug my feet, and I and I was like, nope, that's not going to be me. I'm not going to do that. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. I'm doing it. But that still doesn't mean that I'm completely excited because I have my own personal issues with what I do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not – I'm very, very um, – that's just not me. I'm, you know, so I guess that's the only thing that I could keep saying. So I don't want to do it, but I, I am called and led to do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I know that it is difficult to stand on, on these truths because it's very, very few. And, and you, re- and you really understand the Lord's words. When he says get that, real nasty, real fast. That only if you get it, yeah, it's and, heartbreaking, and you can see it now mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. and it, and it, it's very apparent, especially with a person like Lori that gets that kind of backlash for, for truth, and yeah, only a few will find the way. Yeah. So yeah, seriously though, you guys think of her, keep her in prayer. Um, you can go and check out all of her stuff. If you just pull up the Transform Wife, she's got. A blog and the books. Uh, she's a regular book and a study guide on Amazon, which of course people, that's another thing. People are giving her horrible reviews, just absolutely nasty and horrible with her. And, and, then, and then what's causing even well-meaning Christians to have aversions from even reading the book. Oh, yeah, because these people get on. They're like, her theology is awful. Yeah. So even well-meaning Christians are like, oh, gosh, I don't want to get mixed up in something wrong. But then I go over to someone like uh, Rachel Hollis, who's a Christian speaker. She's got over 10,000 reviews, the mass majority of them. Oh, five-star. Yeah. Five-star reviews. I mean, and it's just like, are you kidding me? Nope. You were told that this is the way that it was going to be. So keep her in your prayers. I mean, if you go get her book, she's got a blog. She's got a pod, or not a podcast, but, you know, her Instagram and all of the different things. She has a YouTube channel where she shares on different little things. And like I said, I mean, there might be some of her opinions that I don't completely agree with. I do things a little bit differently, but maybe you don't agree with us and you do things a little differently. Yeah, and I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to dog her on those two issues that I brought up, but I mean, those are just two for instances, but I felt like the one was very important, especially for... Well, to call, I wanted yeah. to separate my opinion, you know, sure. opinion from that. But I think other um, than that, she, you know, to keep her it. in your prayers and show her some support because yeah, uh, show her some love. Yeah. I mean, uh, because it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to speak truth like that. So, well, I think we all feel better now. Yeah, <laughs> I think you and I feel better. <laughs> yeah, at least we do. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next time.